Welcome to Beyond Great Sex, the podcast that will revolutionize your sex life. I'm Morgan Horn, I'm a sex and intimacy coach, and I am going to give you the tools to create the mind-blowing sex life that you've been craving. When you apply the teachings from this podcast, you will drop the shame, limiting beliefs, and everything else that has been keeping you from enjoying the intimacy that you were designed to experience. Instead, you will unleash your unlimited potential, sexual and beyond. When you work with me, great sex is only the beginning. We're going beyond. Hello, lovelies. I hope that you're well and that you're having a great day. Today, I'd like to address a question that regularly comes up during sessions with clients, and that is what to do when my partner does not satisfy me sexually. It can be challenging to decide what to do in such a situation. Sometimes we're not on the same page sexually. We can feel dissatisfied or wish our sex life was different. If you're in that situation, you may wonder if you should leave them, if your differences are reconcilable, if love is enough, or if wanting to fulfill your desires is a valid reason to break up. In this episode, I run you through my five-step process to help you gain clarity so that you can make the best decision for you. The first step is to take responsibility for your own needs. It is important for you to know that you are responsible for meeting your own needs, sexual and beyond. While I encourage couples to listen to their partner's needs, to communicate around sex, to share their desires and give each other pleasure, a common mistake people make is to think that because they're in a relationship, they have a duty to meet their partner's sexual needs and vice versa. When you wait for your partner to turn you on, to give you pleasure or make you happy, you give away all responsibility and control to them, and you find yourself at the mercy of their actions and inactions. Your pleasure and happiness are in his or her hands and depend on this person whom you cannot control. When you think about it, it's pretty debilitating. So what I suggest instead is that you take back the reins and ask yourself, how can I turn myself on today? What can I do to feel pleasure? What could I think that would make me happy? Taking responsibility for your own needs is the surest way to ensure that they are met. And when you no longer expect someone else to do the job for you, you enter full giving and receiving mode. From that place, you're far more likely to connect with your partner. So the best thing to do is to meet your own needs let your partner meet theirs, and meet in the juicy middle where all is possibility without the constraints. That being said, there will be things that you want in your relationship and your sex life. You may want a partner who's invested in the relationship and makes time for the two of you, a partner who prioritizes your intimacy and takes initiative, a partner who is adventurous and willing to try new things, a partner who loves anal sex as much as you do, a partner who's into BDSM, a partner who treats you with respect. We all have desires and expectations for our relationships. But then how do we know the difference between a valid want of ours and when we are delegating our responsibility to fulfill our own needs? Is wanting a partner who initiates sex a valid want? Or should you just initiate sex if you want to have sex? Let's look at this example more closely. And that takes me to step number two of the five-step process, and that is understand your why. We want our partner to do or say certain things because of how it will make us feel. 
when in reality, it is our thoughts that create our emotions. You may want a partner who initiates sex because you interpret this as proof that they desire you, and that makes you feel desired and secure in the relationship. While having certain wants and expectations for our relationship is natural and healthy, the problem is when we attach our emotions to these expectations. Say your partner does not initiate sex, then what? Do you wonder whether they love and desire you? Do you feel insecure? Do you doubt the relationship? Instead, what thoughts can you think to feel desired and secure in the relationship, irrespective of whether your partner initiates sex or not? Is it possible that they have a different way of expressing desire than you? Perhaps their desire is more responsive and yours more spontaneous. When you initiate sex, does your partner usually reciprocate? In what ways do you know that they desire you? And that takes me to step three of the process. And that is, do you still want the thing? Now that you have identified the reason, feeling desired and secure in their relationship, for wanting the thing, a partner who initiates sex, ask yourself this. If you knew you could feel desired and secure in their relationship without your partner initiating sex, would it still be a big deal for you? If the answer is no, you know that the thing itself, a partner who initiates sex, was not something you really wanted for your relationship. It had more to do with what you made it mean that your partner loves and desires you, which makes you feel desired and secure in the relationship. Your want was coming from insecurity and fear more than desire for the thing itself. But if the answer is yes, you know that you're the one creating your emotions and that you can feel desired and secure in the relationship irrespective of your partner's actions, but you still want a partner who initiates sex because it's something you want to experience as part of your ideal relationship. Perhaps it's a major turn on for you. You want someone who takes charge that way. Then it likely means that this is a real desire of yours. Okay, so we have identified why we want the thing. In this example, it's a partner who initiates sex. And we have also identified that we still want that thing, regardless of knowing that we can feel the feelings that we want to feel, which are secure and desired, you know, in the relationship. Now we go to step four of the process, and that's to assess whether you and your partner have a want match. If you are clear on the fact that the thing is a real desire of yours, that you want it as part of your ideal relationship, if you know with certainty that it isn't driven by fear or insecurity, but that you just want to experience it and you love your reasons for it, but your partner just isn't on the same page as you, then you likely don't have a want match. A want match is when all the things that you wanted in a relationship are perfectly matched to all the things you're getting in the relationship, when your desires and your partner's desires match. So you've realized that you and your partner don't have a want match. Now what? That's step five of the process. Consider whether it's a deal breaker for you. When your wants don't match those of your partner, when you're not getting all the things that you wanted in a relationship, consider whether it's a deal breaker for you. And answering these few questions might help in that process. What would you think and feel if you were told that you could never have this want in your current relationship? 
Would you be willing to sacrifice this want to keep the relationship? If you knew you could be with someone else who wants the same things as you, would you stay in your current relationship? When answering these questions, you should have a bit more clarity on whether your desire and expectations are something non-negotiable for you or just something desirable but not necessarily essential to your sexual fulfillment. And I have developed my five-step approach into a workbook that you can download on my website. I know, I love you too. The workbook will be linked in the show notes of this episode, and you can also find it at www.morganhorn.com slash free resources. And yes, you've heard it correctly. There are multiple resources in there that you can access for free. And these are real valuable tools. I use them with my clients. So get in there and start creating magic with this powerful work. All right, my loves, that's all for today. And if you feel stuck as you go along this process, have questions or doubts, don't worry. I can walk you through this process in our discovery session and help you uncover your limiting beliefs so that you can make the best decisions for yourself with clarity. I will see you next week. If you have loved this episode, please add a rating, write a review, and share it around to help spread the word to all the women out there who need to hear this. I am so grateful for you listening. And if you are ready to take this work deeper, book your discovery session with me at www.morganhorn.com. That is M-O-R-G-A-N-E-H-O-R-N.com. We will explore any issue you would like help with and you will learn all about my coaching program so you can get started on creating the sex life of your wildest dreams. I will see you there.